Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday the 27th of April 2019. I'm your host John Walker and with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Good morning John. And Legodo. <laughs> Good morning John again. That was some fantastic picking Gordo. I'm going to start right with yours first, we're going to run through your whole bit. Brilliant, um, do you want me to talk a little bit about it then? Go so, straight uh, through it, yep. Yeah, so my first one, um, Bergperinas versus Rodi. Rodi, as we were talking about, well, we'll get to the Cologne thing, um, but as we were talking about with Rodi, are just a class above the teams they're playing against just now. 2-0 away win was just really, really easy for them. Uh, Ajaccio versus Mets. Uh, Mets again, 2-0, easy win away from home. So both of them at evens, great price. Um, my other uh, well, my other pick that was a regular one was Brest versus Orleans, and I tipped Orleans uh, away at four to one. They were one each for the longest amount of time, but ended up three uh, one to Brest. So I, I don't feel too bad about that one. Um, it was as soon as Andy texted saying this is looking all right. Yeah. Uh, that one each, and then the goal went in, and uh, I I was looking at looking at the draw, and I think one of them were one 0 up in the other game. Yeah, but the other one were also all over. So I'm like, this treble's looking okay right now on Saturday, eh, Friday, sorry. And yeah, then Brest ruined it. He did. And they're just, uh, they're, 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 as you said, they're a dirty team and you can see some of the cards they were getting in that game. But yeah, and then the, the I guess the one half of the special. I know. Um, Greuter Firth versus Union Berlin. Uh, if anyone was uh, got that got that to that bit in the podcast last week, um, Andy bet me a fiver that it wouldn't be a draw. In fact, he was so confident. He no, bet I just me. I just bet a fiver on Union Berlin to win, which you know, and they were one 0 up, and then they got <laughs> they conceded a goal and got a man sent off in like the sixty seventh minute, and so then it just played out. So it was a one each draw. It was so, a one um, draw. Yeah, feel, feeling good about that one. So three out of four for me last week um, with Orleans and Brest going the distance for me. So not too bad at all. And part of the special bet was the Istra Osijek double as a draw. And Istra ruined it by scoring in the eight, 89 for 88. Well, it was the 89th minute. It was 88 and some seconds. Late as fuck. Yeah, Horrible, basically. Happened, yeah. Although that happened first. Because if that had happened after already nailing one draw... You'd have been cashed out probably and, by 85. I wouldn't have... <laughs> You would have zero money. The same as what I do right now. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's no difference. Uh, on our picks, Andy, my banker, Juventus nailed the Italian league. They are now champions. They did. Again. They were 1 0 down and they, they were the horrendous in the first half. You sent me the screenshot of it going 2 0 to yeah. Fiorentina. Andy loves just jumping on the gun as soon as. I mean, you'd think you'd be resistant. You would be like a five minute wait and just go. I hate, I, 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 I hate VAR. Like, I really dislike <laughs> it. <laughs> I was I, I'm part of a part of a group on Facebook and we we're all discussing it, and I was like, I, I'm in the I'm clearly in the minority, but I I think it's ruining football. I, I don't. After after watching the Man City Tottenham end to that game, I was like, that's absolutely shocking. But you're focusing you're focusing on the wrong thing though. They need to fix that because Tottenham's goal easily could have been ruled out by a different ref looking at those pictures for handball. Yeah, right? that's a different. Matter. Easily, yeah. easily could have. 
Right, because people are coming on and giving it big licks about, oh, it's so good because the correct team won. And I'm like, well, no, there's still a subjective decision earlier in there. Right, so if, if he'd ruled Tottenham's goal out, would the correct team still have won? No, you're just using a fucking sound bite, right, because you've got nothing better to say. Right, shut up. Right, it's, ru- it's, it's going to ruin life. I don't want to be conditioned into watching a goal live and not celebrating it and Did- sitting there and then three minutes later going, oh, yeah, it was a goal, great. But right, so it'll make football even shitter than it already is in this country because you can't have a drink and you can't. No, it's not. The live experience in the United Kingdom, especially in Scotland, is awful. Do you know what's happening, Andy? Is I sit in a good position at my season ticket where I can see both lines in pretty clearly. See if there's a goal that's scored that's offside. There are still morons celebrating for up to maybe 30, 40 seconds, but I've spotted the flag instantly now. Yeah. And me and my brother are like laughing at those people. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Are st- if people are still celebrating around us now. Yeah, but... So it happens anyway, that part. The... Doesn't doesn't happen to me because I'm actually watching the game. <laughs> but that's the point is people do get lost in the game so it won't matter the fact that you then go, wait, I don't know. The thing... No, I... well, you'd be, you'll be worried after every goal that it might get chopped off. No, I because see you're... that Man City goal, it wasn't chopped off for something that happened in the actual goal. It was in the lead up to the goal. Yeah. No one claimed for it. No Tottenham player even fucking noticed it. Right, and yet you could score what you think is a perfectly valid, legitimate goal, and then go, "Oh, I wonder if someone three passes back did something they shouldn't have." Right, because Aguero being offside there on the ball through, if he'd been say like four inches further back and onside, it would have made no difference to that goal being scored or not. Yeah, right, and I, and I know technically he was offside and it should have been disallowed, but they still had a lot of football to play to make that into a goal. Now, I would, I would have been very happy if VAR had ruled it off instantly. They had some sort of Hawkeye system that could have gone... A buzzer. Well, but it buzzed and, and no more play happened. But they allowed 30 seconds more play or so whatever. This, this was something I put on Twitter, actually. See what you literally just said about Hawkeye. I was debating the actual offside rule, which is a different matter altogether. But I don't know why we've decided automatically that the offside rule is if any part of your body in which you can score a goal with makes you offside instead of any part of your body which is in line with the defender keeps you onside because that's how tennis works if the ball is anywhere still in line you're in the pitch we are well, going that, but that's how football works if the ball the is ball anywhere is still in play any part of so it so if any smidgen of the ball is still on that line it's still in the pitch it's got to be for the linesman to be able to see it correctly yeah or but if, easier. You, if you're now using VAR yeah. though yeah, yeah, you, you can, can go that. no his ankle's still onside yeah. he's in line with the his deepest part of his body is in line with the deepest part of the defender's body so he's fine all, all I do as a fan I want to see good attacking football and things like that and and I saw it there and Man City did something brilliant and scored right at the end I've got no horse in this race I didn't even have a bet in the game I do because I don't want Tottenham to succeed no, neither do I really but it, <laughs> my point <laughs> is I've got to the, the, if, the if, it ha- if it had happened the other way around I, I'd still have the same issue that was a great end to what had been a brilliant game of football and it was ruined I, I just, right, and people going like that. Oh, but VAR just adds to the spectacle. Go and fucking watch EastEnders or something if you're interested in shit like that. <laughs> right, because that's not football. That that's <laughs> some. That's just like. Oh, and then what happened? Oh, plot twist. Fuck off and watch Game of Thrones. I am. I'm just imagining the the offside rule you've just proposed being like. Imagine incredibly tall players with long arms. Yeah, just, just like one back. One arm, like Peter Crouch. Like you I'm onside. I'm onside. You can't score a goal with your fingers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but still, it could still be your leg. Yeah, yeah. Um, just leaving a trail in leg. No, the, the, the point I did have to agree with was that imagine being a Tottenham fan though in that scenario whereby you're out. So the celebration has just swung for me. I don't think football needed an improvement but I don't think it takes away from anything. It makes it a farce. 
No, I, I don't think so. Um, and the the debate I have is whether Llorente's goal was valid. I think the, the no, I no, I think it was a valid goal. I would have given it even if it does hit his arm. Yeah, me too. Right, but that's not the point. Like Man United got a penalty for you know a handball that I wouldn't have given because it was ridiculous. It was blasted at him. Yeah, it was blasted at him. It was ridiculous. And it wasn't going in. I feel like this rant has become more about Andy trying to deflect from his banker, which we're now going to do. Right, okay, Ooh. so let's get on to this. <laughs> Back to that. So this this is actually the first banker I've lost in, a the, long I, th- time. I think, I'll, this calendar year. I will I will um, speak to the Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I take I took Cologne, basically, to keep their, their lead at the top of the Bundesliga Zwei, and they get beat 3-0 by Dresden. And... Cologne won this fixture eight one last time, but you had picked Dresden. Eight one, right? Eight, that's a different eight, story. Eight, what nine to one outsider or something? It was more than that. It was like fourteen to one or something. It was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Amazing. Um, but Dresden were were decent. They weren't good. All the goals came from a ball over the top. They get knocked down and just split Cologne open. Cologne looked like they thought they could just turn up and stroll this game, and a team tried a wee bit hard against them, and they didn't know what to do. It was <laughs> it was one of the most unprofessional performances I've ever seen. Uh, so while Juventus had a bad first half and then came out and won it for your banker, Cologne had a bad first half and then just compounded just it by got being, worse. Yeah. yeah, just got worse in the second half. Looked like a team that didn't want to be there. Um, so that was un- uh, very annoying because everything else had come good if you took our banker in value quadruple. The, yeah, the value double in the, the Bundesliga. I had Hoffenheim to win away at Schalke. Schalke, who might be on the worst run of form outside of Berwick. Schalke are terrible. They are so bad. So they were in that game as well. They were in at the first half. I don't know how that happened. And then it went two, three, four, five. Five, yeah. In a matter of minutes. I was like, because I had, a, I think I texted you saying I had a £5 double on Barca 3 1, uh, Hoffenheim 3 1. 3 1. And it was 3 1 Hoffenheim 2 1 Barca. I was like, this is good. Then within five minutes, I put my phone down. It was two notifications. It was 5 1. I was yeah. like, oh, cool. I, I, Hoffenheim have been good, but Schalke have just, the it wheels have so come deflated. off. Like, there's no one that wants to be there. I mean, you're going to talk Ex- about. You're going, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about them later yeah. in the actual picks because you should be backing against Schalke at any opportunity just now. Uh, my value was also in Germany. Also, uh, it was Red Bull Leipzig uh, away at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, Leipzig won this game two one uh, odds of thirteen to ten. And um, we both had Aloha to win away at Fissel as the outsider, which looked good. One 0 up at half time. From what I heard from a couple of friends about the game. Aloe were the much better side in the first half. but They're, they're, they're more physical. And, and I thought that would see them out. Yeah, Partick Thistle, uh, so we're, we're, we're recording this podcast Wednesday morning, beat Air United last night, and now look like they're going to finish fifth. Yep. One, one space outside the fucking promotion playoffs. We did. After being favourites to be relegated six days ago. It's unbelievable. We did like, discuss how tight this league was becoming as well. Because it was only four points separating the bottom five. But not just that. They're, they're going to they're gonna finish one place out with the promotion playoffs after having looked likely to come dead last. That's mental. What was the fact about them was it Dunfermline that you were talking about yesterday that could like at any like could have dropped between the two? Yeah, Dunfermline could have been promoted <laughs> or, relegated. or relegated like at this late stage in the season with like three games to go. Yeah. And our charity picks. Yeah, Athletic would have beat Ibar one 0 Central Coast won only their second game of the season. They actually looked pretty good. I watched that game. Up until the red card. Yeah. It was 3-1 and I was I was sure they were going to get murdered. I just needed an, another goal in the game, to be honest, for my, my builder. And my value picks, uh, sorry, charity picks, 
Uh, we doubled up in Hoffenheim, so so they won. And I took the Kashima Antlers against Vigalta Sendai, and that came good, 1-0 to Kashima. The odds of that was 6-7. to seven. So, no donation to the charity, but we'll try again. Three out of four. It's okay. The Scottish players abroad, this section is getting shorter and shorter, yeah. much as the game time of the three players who currently exist. Um, Verona lost 3-0 at home to Benevento. Liam Henderson played 13 minutes. He came on at 2-0 down. They've now dropped to sixth place. Jack Harper didn't go on, but Malaga won 4-1 away to Alcaron. They are still sixth in the league. But Harper came on and set up a goal in the last game, the equaliser, so I'm not really sure what the problem is. But if they win 4-1, it's hard to argue. Yeah, exactly. Something's working. Uh, David Bates has not played in the last two Hamburg games, so they drew one each in the league at the weekend. Why is this? Uh, because he did, I've seen the clips, he made three mistakes for the game to get gubbed 4-1. So ever since basically he turned up and played that doubleheader for Scotland, he's got he's got worse. Yeah. Yeah, it, almost exactly. That must have shaken his confidence. And um, <laughs> so they're second in the league. They're two points above the playoff though, so that, that gap is closing pretty quickly from the team. Well, club. Hamburg? Yes. Yes, uh, that's that's Union Berlin. Last night as well? Last night they knocked out the cup in the semi-final yeah. against it, RB Leipzig, who are a really good side. They are a really good side. 3-1. I bet it was one each as well to start with, and it, it, Leipzig scored, then Hamburg get back into it, and I thought, oh, they're, they're going to do something. So, so Paderborn are the team in third, Union are in fourth, but it's so, so tight. How you've far got, are Union behind? You've got Hamburg in 53, Paderborn in 51, Union on 50, and then Heidenheim in 49, and Hamburg play Union this weekend at Union. It feels like it's what we could have... match, that. It's a very tasty match. It feels like what we could have at the end of this season is all three of these guys involved in playoffs, so... We could do. Like, that's getting... In German, the second division is only third place. It's a playoff One, against the relegation. Yeah, that's it. So, but in Italy, it's the third through eighth of... And, and they do a, a playoff, a playoff tier. Yep. Yeah, no, in, in the Bundesliga, is why the top two go up and the third team gets the playoff against the third bottom in the league above. Which could be Schalke. Could be. Hamburg-Schalke game. I'd be, it would be a disaster for Hamburg after their first three quarters of the season to not go up straight away. What about uh, on the Tramplebet uh, Facebook group though? Yeah, Trample Bet Facebook group this week. Uh, some some great interactions, some great chat on that. Um, we'll, let's kick off with James McIver's quest for the Trampled Bet, which I think is excellent. He's essentially trying to get a group bet going with input from any member that wants to input. Right, okay. So you uh, could have a 54-man hacker. Yeah. I'd, but, ha- I'd hate to be the guy that like that. <laughs> exactly. Well, in fact, Jason Stott had commented afterwards oh man i really fancied these two but i was too much of a shite bag like to, to put them in, in. like to, to throw them in and i'm like yeah well fucking try doing it in a in a studio well, that, talking that, out that, loud that, that's, that's, going, exa- that's exactly that's the point shit. is this is about not being that way yeah this it's is not about just putting yourself out there and admitting not the guys that always tell you they're one game away from winning their coupon and never show you their coupon <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> fuck off you <laughs> money oh portsmouth again they've <laughs> done me how many do you have on ah it doesn't matter <laughs> Uh, so that's that's a great new feature. Have have a wee look out for that, and the, the more people that contribute into that, the better. And the odds can be anything. Uh, if you just want to get some safe ones in there, or you see something you really like, drop it in the comments thread under that. Uh, Chris Kelly, uh, thanks again to Chris. He's he's been putting some great shouts 
in the Facebook group recently. He had a Women's Champions League double, which was uh, Leon to beat Chelsea and over two and a half goals in the game. So they won 2-1. And Barcelona to win away, Barcelona women to win away at Munich women, which happened. Um, So that was was an excellent double. a great shot, Chris. Uh, But I think the bet of the week was from Christopher Sumner, who managed to find a Greek lore league game that he reckoned may have been incorrectly priced. Uh, it was Panionios, who were 15-4, to 4, but their form was incredible. They were many, many places in the league above their opposition. So I took a wee nibble of that and stuck 20 quid on at 15-4. to 4, And yeah, they won 2-1. So what a great shout, Christopher. Thanks very much. Uh, if anyone sees anything like that, please do drop it. In Ideally, the what group. we would do here is we would get so many listeners that we could focus everyone in one league. Like well, I'd have like correspondence country, around the world. Not specifically like that, but countries in the league and people looking out for uh, mistakes like that. That is a mistake. That can't I, be the I th- right I think that I think that was just, yeah, that was a great spot. Yeah. yeah. He's found something excellent there. There's got to be ones like that every league. Things like, like that like must it has happen. has to be, yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago, I remember Hamilton St. Johnson. We get a tip from a guy who was at St. Johnson. Hamilton got a man sent off in the bookies. I don't know. No, 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 no. What happens? <laughs> no, no, no. half time. Two players get sent off in the tunnel right, okay. for St. Johnson. And, and they were both St. Johnson players. Danny Swanson and someone else had a fight with each other as the halftime whistle went. Two St. Johnson players get sent off. The bookies didn't catch up. Uh, so everyone just started lumping on Hamilton. Oh, man. That game was still nil-nil in injury time. Oh. And then ha- and then Hamilton got their winner. Yeah. And then all and then all the bookies basically honoured it, apart from Bet365, who turned around and tried to take the money back when it was an incorrect price, blah, blah, blah. And then bowed to peer pressure because everyone went right. So you would have refunded all our stakes, would you? If it stayed in hell, no. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't would, refunded before. Would the you? No, you fucking wouldn't. Right? Yeah. So just pay it out. I, they would only, I mean, it wasn't even as if they were like seven to five or something. It wasn't a huge price, but at the same time, like if you're going, well, I've got a distinct advantage here. Then yeah. hey, it's up to you. So we're always uh, looking for for new members. There is a community on Facebook. Just search Trampled Bet Podcast. Uh, the the more listeners in there, the better, um, and just we're just sharing info, so and share the podcast as well separately on your own Facebook pages because that seems to be how it's grown, and that is the only way. Especially getting so close to the end of the season, mm. it's one of these ones where we're going to have to think of ways to keep going. Oh, I've got plenty of things. The, th- the thing is, I bet a lot on baseball, but that's every night. So, Gary, how quick can you edit a show? <laughs> But we could just function it through Twitter and uh, the Facebook group, though. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. keep it going like that. And, and then drop in the occasional sort of special for the US Open or something. Yeah. So listeners of last week will know that we have two Europa League final tickets to give away. We do indeed. And so let, let's clarify this because it says... Well, this is... So there'll be less listeners to this, so this is easier to construct through the podcast of people listening. I mean, legally, we are not allowed to do this. So that's why it's functioned as two... Well, souvenir tickets yeah so we, can, we, we can't promote two tickets to actually get into the game even though this is what they are yes because they're in John's name John can't make it we're not trying to make any money out of this nope. we just want to give them to a good home and hopefully get a wee bit of shares out of it yeah uh, so you will get the tickets and a Europa League scarf, scarf. so that's the main prize the Europa League prize uh, scarf and then the two souvenir tickets that if you wanted to use to try and get into the game because they don't bother checking names Correct. usually they don't, they don't check anything great. it'll be fine 
but they're they're we're calling them souvenir tickets, but souvenir they're, they're actual. They're it's actual a, it's game a scarf, tickets. but there'll be there'll be two tickets. There'll in be the two scarf. tickets, yeah. And if you, if you want to go to Baku, if you're an Arsenal or Chelsea fan, if the the results go your way, as I'm hoping, because this competition could be really good off the back of it, then if you walk into Baku's uh, Allianz Stadium and present these two present tickets, these two tickets, you, you will get you will, you'll present it with two seats inside that game. Yeah. And then you can also keep the tickets afterwards as a souvenir. As a souvenir. Which of is winning the, the competition. <laughs> which is the main prize. <laughs> yes, it's the souvenir. The souvenir and the scarf are the main prize. How you use the souvenir is up to you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question is the same as last week. It will always be the same. Who is our favourite Dutch team and what points we get for it in Scrabble? Um, there are people who have entered just to promote the competition. So yeah, if, if you don't want to attend this, just retweet the competition, share it on Facebook get knowledge of it because if it goes to Arsenal Chelsea I know I've already got people Arsenal Scotland saying if they get there they will need to start sharing the podcast so they don't listen but they're going to have to mm. yeah. um, so hopefully the semi-finals by the, the 10th of May will kind of clear up so there's, looking for there's a specific link to enter this competition it takes you to a little page it asks you the question yep. and then answering the question then allows you two further entries so you can enter up to three times um, but you do need to have listened to the podcast because you need to know our favourite Dutch team is Eiselmeer Vogels. Eiselmeer Vogels. So that's the answer to the question. You need to put that correct spelled and <laughs> how many how many, po- how many points in Scrabble. Any, it's not as if we're giving anything away. It's like, oh, it's, Eisel, it's Eiselmeer Vogels. I spell it. <laughs> <laughs> spell it correctly and tell us how many points that would give you uh, in, in a UK Scrabble game. Just, just the culmination of all the points in the individual tiles so yeah so please share that competition because it's a pretty fucking sweet gift and i am going to be pretty raging at the end of arsenal knocking out valencia that i am not attending it'll be dist- i'll be distraught Um, so we've got to this week's picks uh, I'll start with my banker Andy has been moaning for the last 24 hours that because I'm prepared it's not because you're prepared it's, it's essentially just... moaning that I'm prepared it's... I mean it's a, he's, he's moaning that I'm prepared these the, game, these game, the weekly podcast we do the same day every week he's moaning that I'm prepared we, but we record this so early in advance I want to get as much information as possible and make my picks as late in the day as possible <laughs> Because it's still Wednesday morning and we're talking about things on Saturday. I know. Right, whereas you're jumping in on Monday night going, oh, I'm locking down Dortmund against Schalke. I get John. <laughs> Fucking everyone would have that as their banker this weekend. But, oh, you got in there first. I mean, I still think not enough people know how bad Schalke really is. Dortmund are. have been brilliant as well. I've taken yeah, them as my banker like form. two times in maybe the last five weeks. Yeah, I think we talked about Dortmund maybe four weeks ago, me saying they'd completely fucked the title. But Bayern have been dropping points. And Dortmund have been solid of late so and they're one, winning games. One point. Bayern are one point clear at the top of the table now. So it's... Oh, it's back on. Yeah, every every time Bayern are away, you're kind of concerned now. Um, so yeah, I've got Dortmund um, won the last five at home. Schalke are on a tear of eight defeats in a row. Their home form is actually worse than their away form, but they've only won once in like six away games. I can't see anything other than a Dortmund win. I could have been braver even because it should be minus one or two because Schalke have been getting scudded recently. Pummeled. And by pummeled by worse teams than Dortmund. Yes. Yeah. Teams like Hoffenheim are a very similar team to Dortmund. Like the way they attack and it's just quick, quick, quick. But this is the, the 5.30 game on Saturday night. This could be an absolute destroying. I probably shouldn't say this. 
this is one of those games you could safely put on every single bet ah. you're making this weekend. <laughs> like, just tag it onto everything and boost odds. Like, perhaps Forfer. Well, well, no, because Forfer were six to four, right? So that's very different than something that's three to ten. I'd be definitely brave enough to put this as a minus one. I think that might be what I yeah. end up doing. Because one to three is quite easy. But this is a banker, so one to three the banker. See, halftime, full time as well doesn't even give you that much more value on it. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my banker this week, I'm in the Denmark Superliga. This is Sunday at five o'clock. Okay. It's FC Copenhagen against Odense Bull Club. So I'm taking Copenhagen at home. They're unbeaten in 2019. It's 12 wins, four draws. They've amassed 40 points this season from 15 home games. They're top of the five-game form table with a perfect 15 points. In that same form table, Odense only have three points from their last five games. So a huge mismatch here. Copenhagen are just so good and so solid. They're 11 points clear at the top of this league. There's five games to go, so they're going to wrap this league up pretty soon. And they'll want to get it done as soon as possible. Uh, They've won their last eight meetings at home in this fixture. And the latest one was a 6-1 win for Copenhagen in February. I so I can't, tremendous show, can't see anything yeah, else. If, but if this had been winning. like five, six weeks ago, I'm looking at Odense's uh, away form a while back and they'd won like seven in a row, but they've now only won twice in 10. Yeah. So this is, and we're thinking Copenhagen just need two more wins. Oh, well, depend, depending on other results and what Midtjylland oh, do. Of course, if they win and they lose, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Uh, Copenhagen are three to five. So that's, that's better than one to two for a game that I think it's is really an absolute good odds. Really good odds. So. Yeah, I think you've won the banker because you've got better odds and you can boast that over me. I can see you just waiting for Dortmund not to win. Now. No, I, want yeah. to, I will want them both to win because I will be backing them both. Well, well, your ideal will be that if I take minus one and don't have them on just to win any coupon and they win 2-1. Because no, you, you, you can get the banker. I want to see everyone win. I know, but you're really annoyed about this pick. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Stop telling me. Uh, my value pick, I totally forgot that this reverse fixture was on last night as an extra game that was needing played. So yeah, I, so they're playing each other again, twice in four days. Yes, again on Saturday, but Partick Thistle are now at home. The reason I took this was Partick Thistle were unbeaten in four at the time, now five. Yeah, they've won three of the last five games now. But Air have literally nothing to play for. They're secured in fourth place. They can't get higher. They can't. Uh, they're going to be playing Inverness in they, the in the playoffs. Yes, they can't be caught and they, ca- they can't be caught by fifth. They can't catch third or second. So they are set where they are. So it would make sense that you would kind of not down tools. Not you, only you are protect, they set where they are, you they've, protect your players. They've not been you very play your youth good. Team. Yeah, I mean, what's it, if it doesn't matter and you've got a playoff coming off? Yeah, what does it matter? They've yeah. not. They've also not been very good at full strength recently. And Partick Thistle need another win to be dead. Partick Thistle are weird. We're talking about that they're now like what sixth in the league. Or they could finish fifth, and the top four are involved in the promotion. But playoffs. they could also still be relegated just now. They need another win. They, they need something. Yeah, they need but, one more win. I think all the teams underneath, because the fact they have to play each other, each other they're probably safe now. Gary picked up in the edit that he thought I meant that the championship goes into a split as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, Gary, what I meant was just by the law of averages, there's only 10 teams in the league. <laughs> yeah. And at some point, some the of them are five games, some of them other. are going to be playing each yeah. other at some point. So you're getting party Vissel at 12 to 11, so you're getting more than even money. That might now change now that Vissel won last night, but definitely when I checked the odds, that's what you were getting. I'm in Germany. For my value bet, Saturday at 5.30pm, I'm taking München Gladbach away at Stuttgart. So München Gladbach are fifth, they've got 51 points in the season, they've got plenty to play for, they're still involved um, in those Champions League places, they're only two points behind the Champions League place, and it's pretty tight for the Europa League slots. Stuttgart are 16th of 18, so that's the relegation playoff spot that they're sitting in. 
Um, neither have been really excellent of late, but Stuttgart have been pretty damn poor. They're really struggling. Uh, most recently, they got thumped 6-0 by Augsburg last weekend. Mönchengladbach, pretty good road form. Three wins, one draw, one loss. And the historical matches really favour Mönchengladbach in this one. Yeah, so Stuttgart have won one game in the last 15. Yeah, they're, they're not good. horrendous. Yeah. So this is, almost, <laughs> this is almost a bet against Stuttgart than it is for Mönchengladbach. Yeah. But even the... So bearing all that in mind and then looking at the difference in league table positions yeah, and the fact that both still have something to play for, Mönchengladbach will be trying in this game. 11-10 to 10 for an away win, so well, better than even much. Gladbach are only two points off Champions League. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's I didn't realize that. That's, that's amazing. There's still plenty to play for. They'll be they'll be up for this game. And I did just look at the head-to-head. Stuttgart have won this fixture once in the last 15 meetings. Yeah. Once. Yeah. Home and away. <laughs> Could be two. But no, that, 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 that's seems, that seems really good to me. 11, 11 to 10. Uh, my outsider is Aloha again this week at home to Inverness. It is pretty much, although Aloha were in good form, so Aloha have won four of the last five. They could be off party fist at the weekend. This is very similar to what I just discussed. Inverness, it doesn't make any sense for me to keep the ball rolling on your players. Rest them up, bring in some squad players. They have nothing to play for. And and they really do have to rest them up because if they're actually thinking they're going to go up it's four in the playoffs, it's six matches. Six matches in the space of, what, three weeks? Yes. It's, 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 it's a hardcore. So, Air United, uh, Alloa, sorry, you're getting it 12 to 5. I think it's a really good pick. I, I, I can't say what Inverness would do, but it just makes sense to me that you would not risk any of your key players for this game. And no. Alloa need the points more. Totally agree with you. I think it's a good shout. Uh, my outsider, I'm staying in Germany. I'm in the Bundesliga Zwei this time, Saturday at noon. Uh, Magdeburg versus Firth. So Firth are 11th on 38 points. Magdeburg 16th of 18. So they're in that relegation playoff spot in the Bundesliga 2. They've got 27 points. So there's 11 points between the teams. Magdeburg have lost two and drawn three of their last five home games. So no wins there. Um, they've actually only scored twice in all five of those games combined <laughs> and they haven't scored any in their last three home matches so totally goalless for the last three home games and they've only got 12 points at home all season so this isn't a team that are exactly solid at home uh, fourth pretty average 15 points in the road they shouldn't be a 4-1 to one underdog is my point here 4-1 uh, to one is just far too big they played once earlier this season and Groyer Firth won that 3-2 so I think for the price of four to one, it's worth taking Groyer Firth away at Magdeburg. I'm I'm alright with that. I just don't know enough of the league. So even if you looked at that and went, call this winner, and you looked at it and went, oh I can't. Well, one of them's four to one. You'd go, that's amazing. Yeah, I'll take the four. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the four <laughs> to one shot. Uh, we'll just quickly bang on to my charity picks. Uh, Motherwell at home to Dundee. I believe you've picked this as one of yours as yes, well. Yes, I've got mine. Uh, Motherwell have won five of the last six. Rangers are the only team to have beaten them. Dundee have lost four of the last five away. It's Dundee need the points more, so I'm kind of going against my logic, but Motherwell, it, it earns Motherwell more money to finish high on the league. Dundee are awful. Yeah. Uh, like They were bad at the beginning of the season. They had a, a little bit where they were sort of keeping in touch, and for the last eight games, they've been dreadful. I think their fans have pretty much thrown the towel in. Motherwell have just been a fairly decent side yeah. since the turn of the but year. But the, the atmosphere at Dens Park, I think, just now. Motherwell keep turning over pretty decent teams as well. Like yeah. so, in that in that run of those, it's, it's yeah five games they've won. They beat Hebs, they beat Livingston, they beat Hearts, they beat Hamilton, they beat St John's. They're beating teams of a better caliber than Dundee. Yeah, and yeah, of course Dundee need the points, but they've needed the points all season. And they've not got them, so why now? 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty confident of that pick from both it, of us. If if Motherwell get a reasonably early goal in that game, Indeed. the the heads go down, the fans are on the you know their players' backs at four to five. At four to five, that's yeah. that's a huge price for Motherwell. Yeah, I had to text you last night to make sure, like after you were talking about John's banker, that you hadn't taken that as another. <laughs> uh, have you taken Motherwell? No, no, no. Um, but yeah, good pick. Uh, my other charity pick is Torino versus Milan. The draw is 11-5. to five. Torino have drawn three of the last five games in all competition. There's been four draws in the last five in this fixture, and Milan have drawn three of their last five games as well. It feels like a draw. Milan draw a lot of away games. That's. I mean, it's, I'm looking at it right now, it's just orange all the way down. <laughs> and they drew at Parma away at the weekend. Bruno Alves scored an absolute screamer of a free kick. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take the draw. 11-5, Motherwell 4-5. Good luck. Uh, both my charity picks are on Sunday. So the first one, uh, in terms of time, is 6am UK time. We're in the Japanese J-League. It's Tokyo versus Yamaga. Uh, Tokyo top of the league through eight games with 20 points and a perfect 4 out of 4 record at home so far. Uh, the teams have met twice before at Tokyo in recent times. I say recent times. This was like five years ago. Uh, but Yamaga <laughs> are recently promoted. So Tokyo have won both those meetings. Can't see anything else but a home win for Tokyo here. Nah, five wins in a row at home as well. Pretty, pretty what are you getting them at? Is a is the J League? Oh, sorry, to be confirmed, we'll know by yeah. Friday. Uh, my other oh, pick. No, sorry, just to jump on that, the odds you got for Kashima were ridiculous. Six to seven, it was almost evens. But I got, I got uh, eight to eleven. So yeah. a wee bit less, but right. I was ex- when I looked at the three, odds, six, I was five, expecting like a one to three. I was expecting a lot less odds, so I was mm-hmm. pleasantly surprised. You get really good odds in the Japanese J League, which is why. I think I started really liking it and following Jackets it. Jackets encourage people to bet on it. I think not enough people bet on it to skew the markets that Ah, bit. right, okay. Yeah. Uh, so you don't get people, loads of people lumping on a home favourite mm-hmm. and driving the price down. Um, so my other charity pick, Bundesliga 2, Sunday at 12.30, Paderborn versus Heidenheim. This is going to be just a cracking match. It's third versus fifth. Right? It's just, it's just going to be really, really Tasty. good to watch. Um but when Pad- when Paderborn click at home, they absolutely destroy teams. Uh, their latest home game, they demolished Duisburg 4-0. Other notable recent results, so sort of this, this calendar year, 5-3 against Cologne, 6-0 versus Firth, 6-2 versus Darmstadt. They've, fo- they've scored 43 times at home across 15 games this season, and they're currently top of the five-game form table. If they turn up, even though Heidenheim are good, I've got a feeling Paderborn will take this, so we're taking a home win. Yeah, I like a high scoring pick here. So odds of uh, four to five for Paderborn. What are you getting for like over two point five? You looked at that. I don't know because I don't do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll maybe look at that and put the odds on. What is it on Twitter? Because it looks like a high scoring game to me. There's a. F- I mean, is that this weekend the two games that are being played? Is that one fourth versus six, and then Hamburger playing? That's so. That's third versus fifth. Mm-hmm. Hamburger playing Union Berlin, which is second versus fourth. That is a. Some weekend in the tasty in the Bundesliga's vibe. David Bates probably won't feature, so that'll be really boring for us to not see it happening. But um, have you got any special picks, Andy? I don't. uh, Just leave it to us. Leaving it at that. I'll do my special, then we'll run through the the Godless French section, which isn't as French because I don't know what Motherwell is in France. Yeah. (laughs) Do we know what Motherwell's twinned with? Oh, it's like, oh, yeah. See, I'd, I'd stayed in Irvine and we had like four towns that were all twinned with and the schools did a trip once and it was just as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they did it as equal. Cumberland uh, is brawn. I know that. Lovely. <laughs> Wait, where is that? 
uh, in France somewhere. I don't know. It's, um, oh, it sounds like yeah. All my pals used to play rugby for uh, Kandora and Cumberland. And they used to go over and play Braun, and Braun would come over and play us. Mm-hmm. So I'd never really understood that towns were actually twinned because they'd had an association with somebody yeah. until that happened, until like 30 blazing French people turned up in Kandora. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my special pick, I don't have odds for it yet because I need to request it off Skybet. Uh, Rangers versus Aberdeen. These fixtures have been disgusting uh, for cards. Uh, am I right in saying Aberdeen have won this fixture recently? Uh, Ra- I Ra- twice. Rangers haven't won in the league against Aberdeen. Yeah, but Aberdeen actually win at Ibrooks. He won now. Have they won twice? And 2 0. Yeah. I think that was the season. cup. The cup was 2 right. 0. Yeah. Um, so Rangers versus Aberdeen. It depends on the lineup, but I'm assuming Flanagan's going to keep his place. So I'm going to go Flanagan, Candace, McKenna, and Cosgrove all to get booked. Any accumulation of four bookings, you're normally getting about 66 to 1. At least. So yeah. I'll be requesting that. All these players have been booked in the fixture previously. Uh, McKenna's been sent off in it. Candias gets booked an awful lot because he just loves to put the boot in late on people. And Cosgrove is a really physical centre forward. Aberdeen have been involved. Aberdeen's last two games have, have involved something like 15 bookings yeah. and five red cards. Not just to them, but that's Kilmarnock in the Celtic semi-final. Mm-hmm. It's just been disgusting. Yeah. And Rangers discipline, although Morelos isn't available, isn't much better. Why is he not available? Uh, I will, he might be back now actually I'm thinking the suspension might be over five cards he's just constantly <laughs> suspended yes. well, even if he's back he wouldn't be playing because the foe's in form so that's the four bookings I'll do a request a bit and we'll put it up on the Facebook but I think it would be 66 to 1 did anyone see the clip of Jermaine Defoe uh, that the MLS keeps promoting that's amazing the, by the way it, the, I, th- I think it's is it Gilberto Silva that's yeah. taking the free kick yeah and it's uh, when you know you're wrong in an argument or something like that yeah and so it, like he's taking he's, they've got a free kick on the edge of the box and he's fighting with the boy he's trying to get the ball off him like he's one teammate it's like it back, give me it back, like, and he's he's raging and he storms off, and then the boy screams into the top of the net, and he looks around, and he's like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing for, this is this is only for Andy, but he's doing this with strip. Andy's like putting his head in the strip, <laughs> and then he's like smiling, just shaking his head. Like, it's almost uh, this is the funny thing. But I mean, you could turn around and go, yeah, I would have done that. I, I see Morelos do this with a penalty, but then he refused to celebrate with Tavernier. And I thought that's quite dickish, but the thing with the foe is like he knows he's fucked and he's like walking over to him sheepishly and then he's like laughing with him yeah. and you're having a joke and I went, ah, that's the, that we've all been in that when you've played football. That is the worst scenario in your life. Yeah. It's arguing with somebody a free kick and it goes in top corner and you go, ah, fuck. Surely it's worse the other way around, like arguing with someone and for like, you a, you, you, or, yeah, you either sky or put it out for a shy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I forget that necessarily not everyone that listens to this podcast is from the fucking west coast of Scotland. I think that's, I think we're the only people that say shy for anything. It means throw in. A throw in, right, okay, right. It's a shy. We, are, we are actually the people that say shy. I'm pretty certain, because even people like on the east coast of Scotland don't bother saying that. All right, okay. So, <laughs> so throw in, sorry. <laughs> yeah, throw in. Um, Gordo, your picks? Yeah, so, um, yeah, there's some decidedly less French names in here this week. Um, so, I, I've got... I'll start with the French ones and then I'll move on. So I've got Nancy at home to AC Ajaccio. Um, this is a relegation battle that I fancy Nancy to win. Um, at home, they're doing a lot better than uh, AC Ajaccio um, in their recent form. Uh, Nancy have picked up seven points from the last five games. AC Ajaccio have picked up two uh, and they've only scored two goals and conceded six. Um, I watched Nancy a couple of weeks ago for uh, another bet where I'd bet against them. And uh, they, they actually look really good on the break. So it's it's one of these things. I, th- I really think the Nancy will be able to do this. And you'll get them at evens. Um, but again, I had to go into like Bwin to try and get that. And uh, odds can fluctuate. But I'll expect them to be around evens because it's such a tasty game. Ajaxi have never won at Nancy. 
Yeah. Ever. I, ever. <laughs> literally, literally, how far does it go back here? I mean, uh, they've only played 10 times. Uh-huh. Uh, Nancy have won five and drawn five. Yeah. But they've but, never won at Ajaxi. So, so it's, it's just, and they're both on the same points. Like, they're both in the relegation battle, like, right beside each other. But Nancy are just picking up points. So I really, I really fancy that as, as as one of the Friday night games, and then the other one um, is Orleans versus Troye, and I fancy this is a both teams to score draw. So both teams are an absolute beast in form. If you look at um, Orleans away, the, uh, although at the at the weekend they lost to Brest, um, they're now playing back at home with, where, where they're much more comfortable. If you look in at home, they have won two and drawn. They're uh, drawn three out of their last five, and Troy away have drawn two and won three. I just think this is a, a unstoppable force and a movable object, and I think there's going to be goals. So I, I'm I'm going for a, a scoring draw in this. Um, so there's a section bet you can do on uh, Bet Three Six Five that gives you one each, two each, three each. Um, ah. As as if you go down in the brackets, yeah. you don't fancy taking a specific one, and that was coming in at six to one. Right, okay. So that's so that for those for that draw there, um, and then the last one of my shouts on here is uh, last week. The <laughs> last week you were pronouncing this team, so I decided to have a look at them, and then found out they're doing some good value. So uh, Extremadura um, are <laughs> are playing at home on Sunday, and they're playing against uh, Tenerife. So uh, they're thirteen to ten at home, and I fancy them because they are the form team in this league. In the last five games, they've picked up twelve points. Tenerife have picked up seven. Um, they need wins. Extremadura are like towards the bottom of this table. So if you have a look um, at the overall league table, Extremadura are just above the relegation zone. Like they need out of this. I mean, Tenerife are also in there with forty points as well. It is a mental league at the bottom. So any one of <laughs> Elche in 12th on 46th, Las Palmas on um, 43 and 13th, um, 14th Zaragoza on four, um, 41. Then you, on 40 points, you've got Tenerife, Rio, Majorunda and Numancia are all on 40 points. Yeah. It is, it is mental, but Extremadura are just picking up points just now and they're playing at home against another relegation battle team. And I don't think they should be 13 to 10 for that. They are the form team. In the last, in the last few games, they've got 12 points from five. I was just looking at the team that are bottom of that league. Oh, they are. Elche is zero points. They're folded. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I've just noticed the last 15 games have been won now. Yeah. And I'm assuming that's as they're unfolding because, like, they don't have any fixtures. Yeah, so if you look at... Um, <laughs> that's embarrassing. That's only the Spanish second division. Yeah. I, I think that's bizarre, though, because we, we did what... I thought the standard was 3-0. Yeah, but does it matter? Like, I'm assuming they just reverse all fixtures and everything. No, because... It, no, it's it's all it is all um, one nil like and it is and there's no it's awarded it's not um Aye, there's no goal scorers yeah. there's no goal scorers because it, it's, it's always the discussion like can you claim like some I I get fifteen goals I give them all to the striker <laughs> yeah give them all to the striker everyone gets one um but yeah I really just fancy extra Madura there and um at thirteen to ten I think that's a good price can you get odds on that bottom team to lose one nil no because they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just request a bet. Yeah. If, any, if, any, if any listener can get like just a, a bet with a pal, yeah, <laughs> bet this team win one now. Ah, you're on. Um, so yeah, that, that that's my picks for this week. Decidedly less French, but it's getting to crunch time now, and there's quite a lot of teams who are playing in games that are too close to call. I like the non-scene. I like the both teams to score draw. Yeah, Twa had a a run of games where they were like one each mm-hmm. five games ago. Yeah, four <laughs> games that were one each in a row. So I'm quite content with that. Facebook group, Andy. We've promoted it, but we'll do it again. Facebook group. Search Trampled Bet Podcast on Facebook and then just ask to join the group. The more the merrier. Um, we want a collection of listeners there. We're, we're over 50 now and we're all sharing different bets and information in advance. Uh, 
there's no, there's no problem for putting up shouts that they don't come in. Like we're all experienced gamblers here. <laughs> um, we understand that you know if you pick something at two to one and say this is a great bet, it means it's going to come in more than thirty three percent of the time. Yeah. We don't expect it to come in a hundred percent of the time. Like it's not that sort of place. Mm-hmm. Um, so get on, join the community, get involved with the chat. So just search Trampled Bet Podcast and ask to join that group. And your twitters. My Twitter handle is at ASV Sports. Mine is at uh, underscore Gordo Mick. You can get me at John Walker underscore 1986. And you can get us all at TrampleBet. And best of luck for the weekend. Cheers. Happy hunting. Have a good one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.